Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Papaya Podcast. I'm your hostess, trying her mostess, Sarah Nicole, and each week I'm going to be dishing out some sweetness mixed in with some seeds of wisdom or something like that. So get ready to get inspired, get candid, get real, because we are all in this digital space together. All right, welcome back. Papaya Podcast, still learning to say those words without a bunch of P sounds. Um, I am here sitting in the lovely living room of Jessica Mann, aka the Blonde Man. Why are you the Blonde Man? Because you're kind of a redhead. Why does everyone think that? Are you, you blonde? You don't think I'm strawberry blonde? You're strawberry blonde. I just immediately associate it with like being red. Okay, when I was in high school, yeah. I used to bleach my, like, bleached it out where it was like pure white. So it was like my ultimate dream. Like, you know when your scalp burns oh, from bleaching I've it? Oh, I've been there. And then you get that nice scalp peel five days later. Oh, yes. But it's but your hair is like platinum. So it's like, it's so worth it. But um, no, like in high school, I was uh, bleaching so much and I had an old username and I was like, no, I'm like the blonde man because my last name's man. Yeah. And everyone used to call me J-Man. Like if you ask anyone from high school, it's not Jessica, it's J-Man. What? So yeah. So then I just came up with the blonde man and it just stuck. And I'm so here. glad it did stick, but I will be honest with you. Like even when you texted me today and like I saw Jess on the thing, I was like, wait, who? Because <laughs> I'm just, everybody's Instagram man. handles is like who they are to me in like life. Like that's who I just like make you. Right. So I don't know. It's really nice to be here with you. We've actually never met in real life. I know. This is it. But isn't it weird that it feels like I've known you for years? Like, yeah, it's weird. I was telling her, I was telling Jess earlier that like I had found you because somebody recommended because they said you were just like really funny. I try. You, you are pretty hilarious. (laughs) You're one of like your Instagram stories are like the funniest shit ever. Oh my God. I try. I do try. You know what? It's all about living in the moment. I feel Mm -hmm. like so many times on Instagram, like you post pics and stuff like that and it's not really living in the moment. But like as soon as I get on stories, I'm like, this is me. Take it or leave it. And I just have fun with it because, you know, make someone laugh. really freaking (laughs) funny. It's always so entertaining, especially because like, okay, maybe explain what it is that you even do. Oh, very true. So... Uh, I hate using the term, but I'm an influencer. I hate the term too. It's just like a weird, it's, it's a it's weird fine. term. It is what it is. It's not, um, I'm not ashamed by it. It's just like, I feel like maybe content creator or like, um, I just feel like that's a better word for it. But 
essentially I do makeup, hair, and um, pretty much like talking a little bit about like mental health as well on mm -hmm. my on my channels, and it's super fun. I get to play with makeup all the time and you kind of brought back a trend now i don't want to give you that much credit, oh a but, trend. um white eyeliner oh it's your Sarah. like token i have been wearing white eyeliner since i can remember nyx jumbo pencil and milk is <laughs> if you don't have it if you don't have it i don't know what to say it is the it stays on and everyone's like how do you make it stay on and i'm like you just need NYX Jumbo Pencil and Milk. I, I don't know. It's the best and it makes your eyes just big and pop. That's what I think the difference is because even as I'm sitting here because I have done the inner lid liner mm -hmm. and I do black and then I always get like, I always feel like, oh, why do my eyes look so, I don't know, like I look angry. Okay. But for, yeah, yeah. with the white, it's actually popping you up. It like just it pops you open. It just makes me feel more awake with my like no sleep schedule. So no. it's, um, <laughs> it's what works best for me. But um. I always recommend if someone's, because I'm very fair, like I yeah. am pale as pale can be. So I feel like white works on me. Yeah. Um, but if you're like a medium or deeper complexion, I always say to get like more of a tan shade. Ooh. So if you're kind of like, if you're like, if you put on white and you're like, okay, this is a little bit too intense for me. Yeah. I would try like more of a tan, like a nude shade. And you oh might find gosh. like that, like kind of brings out your eyes. I just also, black is so hard to get off at the end of the day. Like yeah, I wake up with everything on. Like, And more so, it's the end of the day. You look at yourself in a mirror. You've come home from an event where you tried so hard and you did all the things. And then you come home and you look at yourself in the mirror and you have a friggin' booger that is black <laughs> in the corner of your eye. And you're just like, oh, no. It I is like we're talking worse. about nose boogers for a second. No, and I was no. like, that's happened to me before. Full too. on eye booger that is like black yep. and it's in the corner. And you're like, why? didn't anybody tell me and then you think about it all night and then you don't sleep because you're like just do like, i have any friends do yeah. i have any friends <laughs> i'm not gonna be okay lipstick on the teeth as well if you don't tell me that i have <laughs> lipstick on the teeth i we will not be friends anymore <laughs> like i just can't I'm so entertained doing this already because like I love deep diving on conversations and topics and I'm sure we will but like a good superficial talk like, is so <laughs> refreshing. Just the, what the people uh, need to hear. It's what we need to hear. So the, it's funny that you say a tan liner because yeah. I thought that the white was to pop the white of your eye. But it's... No, I don't... That's I just remember it. back in when I was in makeup school, like I remember we put white on or something like that and it was more for stage makeup. So you used white oh. makeup to exaggerate like the eye to make it look bigger. So I guess, yeah, exaggerate the whites of your eye. But I just ran with it. I was like, I yeah, look like Bambi. Committed. Like I want I like the biggest eyes ever. And I just, I can't, anytime I put black on my eyes now, I'm like, ooh. Like it just doesn't look like me. Yeah. Even if I do like a full on smoky eye, I got to have like some sort of like, white in like the corners it's or like signature yeah. it's there now you got to run with it yeah. I love that so you do makeup and stuff now on yep. Instagram you're on YouTube as well I am I am um what how the heck did you even get into this I heard you say makeup school that's impressive yes. that was like my dream but I mean how did you get into it and how the heck did you take the jump from you know typical cosmetology into an online platform I mean it was uh well, I'm like, I'm looking back at the years now. I'm like, wow, I was like, I had no idea that this is where I would be or doing like Does sitting. Anybody? Next, <laughs> you know what? And that's the thing is I look and I'm like, oh, well, where would I be five years yeah. from now? And like, we, we truly don't know. Um, but I was, 
I was back in school and I was like, I'm going to be the next Pat McGrath. I don't know if you know. I have no idea who Pat McGrath is. Pat McGrath is a famous, famous makeup artist. Um, She actually has her own line of cosmetics now. And she's just, she's so well known in like the makeup community. Mm -hmm. Um, Fashion, uh, New York Fashion Week, all, all that stuff. Like she is the goddess of the goddess of makeup, okay? And back then I was like, I want to do celebrity makeup. I want to work on um, like New York Fashion Week. That's what I want to do. And so I finished school and my parents were kind of like, are you sure this is like, do you not want to kind of like go a bit into like business? And my dad's a typical businessman. He's going to hate me if he listens to this, but uh, he's pretty much like, so we're fine. (laughs) I, I, I know I'm like dad like do you like, don't have a lot of mail we won't followers. send him the link we won't no, send him the link fine but Hi, he he essentially was like you're not done yet like you're not done yet and I kind of thought about it and I was like you know what I really liked uh the business portion of school that I was in mm-hmm. so I was like okay like I'll go get my degree in business and I'll specialize in marketing and as I was doing that I applied to Mac because like everyone wants to be a Mac girl like straight out of like school back then Mac was like that was it like Sephora was like cool and all but it wasn't what Mac was yeah I've I almost forgot about that Mac is not what it is I feel today as it was like years ago yeah years ago it was quite a thing and there wasn't very many of them so you kind of had to like seek them out no travel to them it was like I watched lots of YouTube videos on how to become a Mac girl like it was like a thing I'm dead serious it was like dress in all black know like your trends like they were it was like a three interview process oh my god to work at Mac and I got the job And I was very, I was very happy about it. Um, So, you know, working through school and everything like that, I started posting my looks on Instagram Mm -hmm. and tagging people. How long ago would this have been? (sighs) Three or four years ago, I want to say. Okay. Three or four years ago. And um, yeah, no, like I I started posting and tagging because I was doing my makeup for Mac anyways. Mm -hmm. Why wouldn't I post a selfie? By the way, I was voted most photogenic. 2011 high school I know I mean most in high school in high school so I'm like I don't even know what I was at all (laughs) did you not get voted as like most successful absolutely not I was like my career aspirations was to be a secretary and a cashier and I accomplished both by the age of 19 so I moved on and now here you are I honestly high school was a bit of I enjoyed it but I was like such a tomboy and so like yeah awkward and weird and like I don't know I just kind of like skated through it on my personality <laughs> I feel like that's why I was so I was almost um insulted that like most photogenic was what I got voted for I was like you guys remember me from taking a good selfie like that's what I got for that year <laughs> it like, also is such a so how old are you now I'm 25 okay so I'm 34 and like selfies weren't it didn't exist uh, when I was in high school so what did you, what was the selfie of your, what, it, like a I don't, I don't know that there Polaroid was one. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> like you just paste We literally had like, just like, I don't know if you remember this. When I was in high school, the way of texting was like the T1 text where yes. you had to, yeah, do you yeah. remember that? I had, that. I had to do okay, that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like that's all, there was no cameras on our phones. We had like little Nokias. Oh, there wasn't a camera like you had yet. Snake, though. You had one game of snake, right? Yes. Snake. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, that's all I had. And then I eventually I got to like the razor, like the flip the razor. Cool. That was you the thing know. to have. That was, that was the, that was the bomb.com. I had the pink one. I loved it. It took some pictures, very, very pixelated, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but never like a forward facing one. 
like you had to turn around the camera if you wanted. Oh yeah, but like no one did. Like no, because it, it was such an awful, awful yeah. picture. So right. no, there was no selfies for me. You must have had smartphones in high school. We did. BlackBerry was like funny that you mentioned the whole like T one texting and stuff because I had my first phone was a flip phone. That was a T1 texter. Oh and I was gosh. like, just remember being in class. Like, but I also, it had a camera. Okay. On the front, not the, or the back, not the front. And then Blackberry took over. And then Blackberry. We and all had the and little immediately keyboards. died years later. Yeah. But like, Blackberry was the thing to have. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't have Instagram for all those years, actually. Like, no, my first I don't even time, think, it, I think it's Instagram. It. Wait, when did it even happen? Like, six years ago? I think Instagram. Six, seven? Maybe that's only when I found it. I got it in grade when I got a an iPhone because BlackBerry didn't okay. have it. Oh, so that's it right. Must have You're been right. Grade eleven or twelve. Yep. yep. I feel like grade eleven or twelve, and that's when I started the selfie. Just the selfie thing, and just every day, just taking selfies. Oh my gosh, um, most photogenic. So you know, it's, it's working out for me, I guess. Yeah. Right? Like it's working <laughs> out for me. Aspiration. I'm like that is thank thank you. I hear you. you I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> Best selfie. I'm hearing that this is what I Going should do with my, my life. <laughs> but uh, no, so like I started started taking these selfies for work and tagging brands as well as like. Um, influencers that I looked up to. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was that I was doing. I just thought it was I was cool tagging people. And every once in a while, you'd have like an influencer or a brand mm-hmm. like your photo. And it was like this kind of huge like moment where you're like, oh my God, like somebody recognized me and like noticed me. And it was like just such a cool feeling connected to yes. somebody else. I was going to say, it's like, it's the connection piece. That's what it is. And it's like, Someone, especially someone you look up to. Yeah. Right? Having a, access to them almost in a way where like there's like this reachable moment where you're like, okay, I've tagged you and you commented or you liked it and I reached you. I got contact. Yeah. I got contact. Yeah. yeah. And it's like uh, back in the day, I feel like that was not ever a thing. Like we they always never say had access to celebrities before. Six, um, what is it? Uh, you're like six steps or six contacts away from knowing someone famous. Kevin Bacon. That's- <laughs> What? No, that, is just, that what he said? No, no. I hope. Okay. There's just like this ongoing thing where it's like the seven, is it like the seven degrees of separation of Kevin Bacon? And he's like associated with everybody but, somehow. But it's but supposed it's so to be true. everyone. It's not supposed everyone. to be just Kevin Bacon. I think it's literally everyone. Because there was that date with Drew, that movie long time ago, where this guy went off of that and got um, a date with Drew Barrymore. Oh my God. From knowing, like from six people, like somehow he got contacts with the contact. But, but that's how you feel. Instagram, I feel like, has taken away, like, that separation and makes everyone so accessible. And you used that. And I and I ran with that. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> as soon as somebody started noticing me, I was like, I'm going to keep tagging and keep tagging. And the day that my life changed, Samantha Ravendahl, because I know you'll be listening to this. Um, Sam, I was tagging Sam she my She was photos. the one? She was the one. She's the reason why. We here are talking, and she's. I was like, just no, with her, and like, she's like, "Ah, oh, frick!" Meeting a celebrity just to like hijack your story for a second, but like she's one of those people that was so OG for me. Like I, oh, I, yeah. I followed oh, her yes. forever. Like found her off of Pinterest, and then followed her. And there's a moment of fear when you meet somebody that you've looked up to for so long. Are you going to be everything I thought you were going yes. to be? And she is hundred percent. And more. And more. It's so easy to put them in a box of, oh, you're just incredibly beautiful Mm -hmm. and you do really great makeup, but 
peel back the layers of who she is and is such an incredible human. So that is awesome to hear that she was the person. She was, she was that person for me. Like she still is like, she is so incredibly talented and like, you know, those people you meet and you leave a conversation and you just feel so fulfilled, motivated, Mm -hmm. inspired, like any conversation I have with Sam, that's how I leave it. Um, and she's been like after like to come back to the story she ended up liking my photo and I was like freaking out and I think she was coming to Mississauga for a store opening or something like that and some and I couldn't go I didn't go Um, but two of my other Mac girls left Mm -hmm. they came back and they were like Jessica she's like identical to you yeah you guys are very similar and like I was like wait what seriously like no like no and I missed meeting her I was like what like and I was like don't worry guys I'll be her friend one day and well, Samantha's my friend, basically. Now she's your I friend. mean, like, now. Now right? it's a thing. But that was, like, years ago. And uh, it was a night that it was – I was going out with my friend one night, and my phone was going off. And, like, there was little bits to that story before that. But, like, my phone started blowing up. Um, and I was like, what is going on? And I turned on my phone, opened Instagram, and there I was on Samantha's account – and she had reposted me and I must have gotten like a good like five, six, seven thousand followers like overnight. Oh, wow. It was extremely overwhelming. I had no idea what I had got myself into. And I just like reached out to Sam and I was like, so what? What is this? Yeah, what do I do? Um, and she was like, I'm going to FaceTime you. We're going to talk. I think that this is something that you should pursue. And like the rest is history. She was like, go out and get a ring light, get a camera, like start doing this. And I just kept doing it. And now here we are. But she's the reason. She is the reason. I have to like take a second here because this is one of the funniest things that I think everyone kind of gets confused about is we talk about stories of somebody's success points. And you're always like, what was it? Like, what was it that like gave you that success? And Mm -hmm. often, almost every single time, it's like I was doing a thing and I was pursuing it. And then somebody with a bigger platform noticed reshared it yep. had me on their pod had me on their like show had me on their youtube whatever it is and it opens a door and it's one one of those things that i constantly want to remind women of because we get in such a comparative and competitive yes. nature with each other oh my goodness yes so when we step into a space where like it's hard because it is very like curated to feel very competitive but when we actually take it as an opportunity to empower and enlighten and lift each other up it can actually change somebody's life like it changes somebody's life like I can't even like I've told Sam like kind of coming off of what you just said I've told Sam a thousand times there is no way I can repay her yeah there will be no way for me to repay her yeah so I've told her that one day when I'm at a caliber that like will I'll be able to do have the same effect that she did have on me back then that I want to pay it forward yeah which is why it's so important I mean we were talking earlier about responding to dms mm-hmm. and be it, that is so important to me because I it feel is. like that's what got, kept me going yeah back then and like feeling inspired and getting like having that connection with someone that you really really look up to um, but there, there's no way I'm going to be able to repay her. I just know that one day when I get to a point that I can pass it on, I'm going to. That's awesome. So what happened from there? I basically like, uh, I was, I got an email, like it happened very fast. I got an email from Benefit, um, like a month after me and Sam had first talked and mm-hmm. this whole kind of thing happened. 
and the email was inviting me to Vegas for the launch of um, their eyebrow pencil, which I still use to this day. <laughs> Precisely my eyebrow shade to benefit. If that formula ever changes, I will cry. <laughs> it is so good. Um, and I know that there's no way that I would have been invited if it wasn't for Sam. Like I was, yeah. they didn't say it, but like I was definitely Sam's plus one. Like Sam was probably yeah. like, please So you bring. got to meet her there? I met her in Vegas. Oh, I met her wow. in Vegas. And that's where I had to quit my job at Mac because obviously it was, uh, it was conflict of interest. And my boss at the time was kind of like, you know what? You got to do this. Like you can't, there's that's no nice, way. Though. Right. And she tried to keep me with Mac, but Mac was like, absolutely not like yeah. they weren't into the whole influencing thing at that yeah. point and so I just I was like I quit and I hopped on that plane and I had one of the best weekends I mean I met so many people that I was looking up to in the community mm-hmm. then like the YouTube community um like Jackie Ina Patrick Starr like they were what? everyone everyone was there everyone was there and I- and you're just like this budding Instagram person and you... I felt like a nobody. Yeah. I felt like a nobody. Okay. I know I, I wasn't yeah. and I know I'm not, but like yeah. I truly felt like a nobody in that But what scenario. a moment. Because there's so much... I think it's so hard because yes, people who have platforms and have all this stuff, they have like these, this following that you can tap into. But more than that, they have a knowledge. Like yes. they have knowledge of the industry mm-hmm. and that is so valuable. Like even when I walked into your space today, I was like, holy crap, how do you do the setup? How do you do this? Like I'm so... It's so cool cool to be like curious right. about something because you watch the videos and you see the content and people have no freaking idea how it happens or how it's done and nobody tells them and that's and again we had mentioned that earlier we're like why does no one want to share anymore yeah why I have never the amount of times I've seen like maybe somebody post something and it will be like a a filter maybe not a filter but like an effect on something and you'll message them and they go and these are people who have messaged me for advice yeah. you know it's always <laughs> the people that message you for advice that apparently don't know anything when you reach out yeah. to them and I had asked like someone I was like oh, like what filter is that that's so cool like and I'm normally I'll go on Google I will search to the end of I day I still don't even know how people do those like cool textures and crap like that oh I'll show you don't okay I'll, I'll hook you up I'll hook you up but they said they were like oh, I don't I don't remember what app. And in my head, I'm like, then, then close, close Instagram. Close Instagram. And go, go check luck. your app. What do, you, like, what do you mean? And it was there that I realized that a lot of people don't want to share all of their secrets. But the minute that they find someone that will, mm-hmm. they'll completely, like, the, like that person will still come to me every once in a while. Like, hey, I think I it's like that fear da, da, da. of being replaced. But instead, what it actually is, is it's, nobody can really ever be you nobody is ever your brain your heart your mind you work in the cosmetic field so pretty much nothing you do is going to be original I know it's been done by somebody but it's your expression of it it's like it's like you know those like paint nights where everybody paints the same picture but they all come out a little bit different and every single one of them is no more worthy than the other but I think it's like that fear I think a lot of the times that we get into positions where we're a little bit catty I don't even want to say catty but we like hold our secrets close it's because we're legitimately fearful of being replaced there's like a deep seed that makes us feel like if I tell you this and you go do it I'm gonna be obsolete and it's actually the opposite and the same way with like 
when you connect with somebody Mm -hmm. else, we often feel like, what if my following goes from me to her? When in fact, all it's doing is it's taking two pools of people and putting your hands in both and joining hands together and saying, you know what? We, I have people that follow me that don't follow you and you have people that follow you that don't follow me. How do we connect this? How do we have an opportunity yeah. to grow together in this space? Maybe not at the same speed, maybe not at the same time, but I mean, this information and these people who are way up at the top, you know, there's, I have a friend right now who's being mentored by the Skinny Confidential and I'm like, oh, okay, she takes on mentors like every month and I was like, that's such an amazing thing to be doing because she has the knowledge and awareness of a lot of stuff that the rest of us don't. So she's using that as a way to like empower other women. I'm going to take on mentors. Like I think she takes on like five a month or something. Right. I mean, that's such a cool thing. And I, and I love hearing that you want to like continue doing that like down the line, because obviously even going to like a singular event changed your life. Mm -hmm. But even speaking on the competitiveness, do you feel like men experience the same I don't know if men are even on social media the same way women are. No, probably not. But I think that men typically take their competition elsewhere. They take Mm. it onto like golf courses and like sports games. And like it just gets channeled in a different way. And for women, because we're so... The, the positive being we're so interested in each other. We're so interested in connection and like relatability. I think but deep down we want to support each other. We want to support each other. But there's like, again, it comes back to if she's doing better, does that mean that I'm not doing good enough? Instead of seeing that like, I, I love the quote, like uh, Christmas trees and flowers are both beautiful, but they look nothing alike. Right. And it's so true. We can have like these different lives. There's a lot of people who live lives that I think are absolutely extravagantly gorgeous and I'm never going to have that, but I appreciate what they're doing and I appreciate what they have. Same way when it comes to like, we talk about body issues or skin or color and we talk about, you know, even in the makeup community, mm-hmm. you know, there's so many different things, but like you can look and honor somebody else's like creativity and differences without it being like, I like if you looked at somebody who had like even a medium skin tone you're like well I'm never gonna be that so why should I even care like it's not about that at the end of the day I think we all crave connection but we don't know how to do it yeah nobody can ever be us so there's no real risk in just showing up and helping somebody else yeah and I think it just comes down to like if you were if you were to help someone else you hope that that person at some point would want to help you. If yeah, you, right? or you, somebody else. But also, you don't give to, ha- like, expect to receive yeah. at the same time. So it's just this very, we can't separate as, like, content creators or influencers. It's, we can't separate from a brand because we are our brand. Yeah. So it's, I feel like also that's where this competitive uh, competitiveness comes in is that we sit there and go, like, okay, well, if, if, if I, am I going to lose opportunities? Am I not going to get as many um, campaigns? Because mm-hmm. now this person can do the same thing as me. But I think there's so much to go around. It's yeah, like... there is. There's a huge freaking pie. And yeah. I think that anybody who's coming into the space, even like how you maybe felt in the beginning when you're just like doing these selfies and doing this thing, but like everyone kind of has the starting point and they never feel like they have a right to be there and they're so scared you know we've used the word imposter syndrome a ton during this podcast but it's very real this idea of well I only have 500 followers so how am I ever going to reach that level or that thing or that have that opportunity like maybe it's not in the cards for me but the fact is I don't believe this industry is going anywhere I believe that there is a massive pie and it's not something that we have to worry about not having enough Mm -hmm 
have mm-hmm. to go around mm-hmm. because as consumers, more and more people are coming into the space. So it's only a growing bucket. So when somebody with a very large following recognizes talent or story or an opportunity in somebody else and they leverage that, like that's so, so cool. Like you literally quit your job over somebody else opening a door. I know. And looking back, I can, I went to my parents. Of course they said, absolutely not. (laughs) And I was like, did they really? Yeah. My, my dad, my dad has a huge influence in my life. I love him to death. And because he's got a business mindset, he's the one I go to for my business advice. And I just, I go back and this is so silly. And like, hopefully people like understand this scene, but have you ever seen Transformers, like the original Transformers, like Shia LaBeouf, yeah, Megan oh Fox? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there's that moment before they're getting into the, the first Transformers, and they're going to get into the car. Okay. And he does this scene, and he's like, don't you want to like look back in 60 years and say that you got in the car, that you had the guts to get in the car? And it's like, I don't know what it is about that scene, <laughs> but whenever I talk about people, like talk to people, I'm like, I don't want to look back when I'm yeah. 50, 60, 70, 80 and be like, I had an opportunity to do something so in line with like who I am and mm-hmm. creating and also having the business know-how and like doing makeup and meeting new people like it's just everything that I am in like one little bundle mm-hmm. and I don't know if this is where I'm going to be 5 10 15 years but that's not the point it's yeah. the point is you made it I made a jump yeah and sometimes in life you got to take some risks and as long as you as long as you understand that if you fall you'll get back up mhm then you're going to be fine. Nine times out of 10, you're going to fly. And I always just tell people. And if you fail, it's an opportunity to learn. And that's the thing. I'm like, we people are, if you don't fail, you are never going to be able to achieve something greater because you need to have the failures in order to grow and grow and grow. Okay, friends, I'm hitting the pause button for a moment to share with you one of my personal favorite skincare regimen products, and it's actually not one that you apply topically at all. Actually, you blend it and you drink it. Radiance Ingestible Beauty Powder by Aura Inner Beauty is a completely organic and plant-based powder that works to promote healthy skin from the inside out. I actually blend mine in the morning with almond milk and drink it every day. Our skin is actually our body's biggest organ and Toxins in our daily lives, such as caffeine, processed sugars, food additives, and even air pollutants can cause cracks in our gut lining, known as leaky gut. However, we tend to self-diagnose and we start blaming our skin issues on all these different things and throwing money at the wrong products when really all of those external signs that we're experiencing may be a direct result of internal unrest. Our gut is so connected to our skin, almost like a filter that needs to be supported and nourished, which is exactly what Aura Inner Beauty does. It's packed full of prebiotics and probiotics to support your gut health so that your beauty shines radiantly through your skin, complexion, and energy. I've personally been using Aura Inner Beauty since earlier this year, and within a couple weeks had a noticeable difference in my skin that can almost just be described as like a glow. It's also reduced my breakouts and it was the perfect complimentary addition to my topical skincare regimen that I just didn't know that I needed. To read more and learn about leaky gut and the connection to our skin and so much more and of course shop, check out orinnerbeauty.com and use code PAPAYA when checking out to save $10 off your first order and start nourishing your own unique beauty from within. That's orainnerbeauty.com code PAPAYA, A-U-R-A. I-N-N-E-R-B-E-A-U-T-Y dot com. 
and don't forget to use the code papaya. Your parents are saying like, no, this is a bad idea, but were you not living with them at the time as well? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So how did that end up working out? How did you convince them? Because I bet you there's a lot of people listening who are like, I know what I want in my gut and I know the opportunity that Mm -hmm. is like in front of me and the chance I might take, but everyone around me is saying absolutely not. I think it was, firstly, my family dynamic is not the norm. Like I am very open with my parents. Uh So I can also, I'm like privileged in a sense that like I could have any conversation with them. And like, if they thought it was a bad idea, I could literally just be like, well, screw you. I'm going to do it anyway. (laughs) Sucks to Um, (laughs) And I know not everyone has that privilege. Yeah, totally. I, I totally get that. But at the end of the day, I think I sat down, we were at Zorro's which is like my family restaurant in like Brampton. We go there Mm -hmm. all the time. And uh, John, who's the owner, had came up to my dad. We kind of had told him what was going on. And John was talking to my dad about how big this industry was and how he knows a YouTuber that makes millions of dollars and blah, blah, blah. And of course my dad goes, oh, money. Money is involved in this. Like he was just like, okay, as long as like she's going to make money then it's fine yeah it's but it justified. took someone else to kind of wiggle their way in yeah to understand my dad has to be like put in that scenario or else he doesn't get it he just won't understand it it's a hard space even like coming back to like earning in it it's also a really weird space where people don't talk about that either like no. how do you earn like how do you make money in this like explain how it is that you would like possibly earn an income from it and it takes a long time before you even understand your worth in it and like how important how the numbers actually add up. Like, well, you're an entrepreneur. Oh, you're, you're an literally, entrepreneur. It's like selling a product. You're not going to, maybe for the first couple of years, you're not going to make anything. Mm-hmm. And then boom, one year, And you have snowballs. to invest like crazy. Suddenly you need a camera and like yep. you need this and you need that. And like there's all these like little tiny things along the way. Mind you, like I totally invested in a camera and I love it. But like. I still have my original camera. Yeah. Still but I it. find that like my, like my best post ever, usually like an iPhone photo. And I'm like, whatever. Like. <laughs> You know what? I've been trying the <laughs> iPhone thing lately and I'm like, firstly, way quicker. Like, yeah. I can do it anywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, they do, it does look kind of the same. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I've been, like, the last couple photos I've done have been from my iPhone. And I'm yeah. like, maybe I'm coming, like, kind of in terms of the fact I don't necessarily need a camera, which is good for other people to know too. You don't yeah. need You don't need all of the stuff. Camera. So, like, there's, a, yeah, I didn't even get a camera until I was, like, four years down the road. And I was, wow. like, I, yeah, I think it was maybe last January. So, like, a year and a half ago did I finally invest. It was, like, the first $2,000 I made. I took it and reinvested in myself immediately because I thought if I'm going to be somebody who is representing other brands while representing myself, I want to be taken seriously. Absolutely. So for me, yeah. I was like, this is an important piece to that is like, I I want to show that I'm not just in this to like take home a paycheck, which is also important. I don't think we need to be apologetic about. I think that women have earned the right to like earn money and we've done it in an unconventional way and it's so cool. Right. Um, the fact that somebody can do something that helps others like as stupid as it is I don't want to like degrade what makeup is but like very superficial it actually helps a lot of women it helps a ton I that is one thing it is um, not only is it amazing I am not ashamed to say that makeup makes me feel confident no I am not but I also have learned that like taking it off doesn't make me 
less worthy or less confident either. Right. I think it's almost, I think it's the same as like anything else where it's like a creative expression. Like why do mm-hmm. we decorate our homes a certain way? It's because we're trying to express how we feel yeah. in this space. Why do we wear certain clothes? Cause we want to express how we want to dress our bodies. I feel the same way about my face. And you know, there's been a couple times, especially because I'm put into like a lot of like the body confidence things. People will often be like, well, makeup does that too. Like makeup is like a, makeup is such a root issue to a lot of things that are going on and why women struggle. And I was like, perhaps, however, there's something about it for me in the morning, getting up and doing my makeup. That is my favorite part of the day. It's a Zen. And to disregard that because somebody might feel like I'm not being natural enough is hard because then I'm not being authentically myself either. I don't put on makeup for anybody else. It's literally my favorite thing to do. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with it. I always have been as like a little girl. I remember like my parents wouldn't let me, I was only allowed one thing of makeup. So I had like a mascara wand and I used to manipulate it into like everything. It was eyeliner. (laughs) It was eyeshadow. It was like, and my you know what my parents like god bless their hearts like they just didn't want me like suddenly like when we were kids that wasn't a thing you didn't you weren't really allowed to wear makeup right so I went full-blown like awkward phase which kids don't have anymore because of YouTube and people (laughs) like you but you go through this awkward stage of makeup and then in high school I just didn't really understand it so again I felt like really like okay that's just like not for me Mm -hmm. so finally when I started to like experiment and play with it I felt so empowered by it and it was like this self-expression thing that was no different than wearing like a band t-shirt of a band that I love to show other people that I I loved it right so I think that as much as you know we talk about all these things about like being natural and being your best self we also have to tap into like what makes us happy and being aware of like certain things that make us feel confident and make us feel empowered and like nobody should really be taking that away from somebody else I feel like it's the same it's just like someone getting their hair done. Yeah. If you feel better as a brunette than a blonde or vice versa or whatever it is, then why wouldn't you do that? I think I was born in the wrong hair color. So I, if I, I one time when I was pregnant, I was like, I can't bleach my hair anymore. So I'm going to have to go Wait, back. Wait, you can't when you're pregnant? Really? I don't know if that's like a real thing, but at the time I thought it you was were like, for okay, sure. All right. So I was like, I have to go back to like my natural color because I cannot dye my hair during pregnancy. What are you like a dirty blonde? No, I'm a dark brown really yeah like my eyebrows that's That's my actual color yeah like you can see it like all underneath and stuff but I went all the way back to dark and this is so dumb but I felt depressed I looked in the mirror and I didn't feel like myself I felt like I was interesting it was so weird and as weird and as silly as that all is it woke me up to the fact that I wasn't feeling myself mm-hmm. because of my hair color and that might be weird and it might be superficial and it might be considered dumb, but I bleach my hair because I was blonde as a child. It was how I identified myself that my hair changed color, totally normal. You know what? Yeah. I could be natural and it is totally fine, but I like being a blonde and I'm not going to ignore that feeling. And I think it's, I think there's nothing wrong with being able to embrace what, how and what you want to express yourself as. Yeah. And makeup is just one of those things. I mean, for me personally, I started wearing makeup in grade five. Oh my gosh, you little rebel. I was young. My sister's older, right? She's four years older. So uh, like back in, I was in grade, what, like five? She was in grade eight. And she was wearing liner and stuff. And I was like, well, why can't I wear that? And this was like, this was during my bullying phase, which is like a whole nother. Wait, you were a bully? No, no, I was was bullied. Like really? Very badly. Like it's, it's something I don't 
talk about yeah. online. I feel like it's like, because uh, I everyone's being bullied. Like, let's be honest. Everyone's yeah. being bullied. But like, no, my experience is really, really bad. And like makeup was that one thing that I felt better about myself. And yeah. so maybe it did really stem from being, having low self-esteem and like moving on to like grade eight. I'll never forget my sister did like my liner for Aww. the very first time and I was going to like sk- a skating rink to see all like the cuties <laughs> and I didn't take off that liner for like three days no, Sarah I kept that liner on for three days and I felt so hot <laughs> like I was like I'm grade eight I'm like I'm the hottest girl ever and like obviously I wasn't obviously I wasn't but like you're that feeling yourself liner, I did and that was black liner there was no Ooh. white liner at that time no Whoa. white liner Uh, but no, I think it's very important for us to recognize that just because somebody expresses themselves in a certain way or Mm -hmm. does things to change whatever it is about their bodies, it's no one's business, but their own. Yeah. Her body, her choice, your body, your choice. Yeah. Like let, I find it so fascinating that we live in an age where we're all about like empowerment and like the freedom of choice in each other's bodies, but we still rip it down to, but I don't agree what your choice was. I only agree with the choice that I would make for mine. And the fact is like, it's so difficult, especially in like the body image and like self-acceptance space. But like, I much more identify with the body confidence stage, Mm -hmm. like our group, because I'm like, whatever it is that you want to do to make yourself feel confident and you're making that decision for yourself, then just do it. Like I don't, I'm not interested in introducing shame to other people. I'm not interested in having an opinion on how other people treat their body, eat for their body, work out for their body, like enhance their body. Like it's literally none of my business. And I know that a lot of people will disagree with that and that's totally okay. Like we're allowed to have opinions as well, but people will want to place on you, but don't agree with those things because then you're like enabling that whole industry. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm just enabling a woman's choice. Like that's all I care about is that we can all just live our best lives that we can all express in the way that we choose and also like a lot of people make the wrong choice for themselves and the last thing that anybody needs is to be told how wrong they were for right. their choice when they yeah. already know it and it's already a hard thing for them to be introducing like oh you're a bad example to young girls like no absolutely not like you made a choice that was maybe the wrong one in the long term but it was the right one for you there and like We still have to, like, I will repeat this over and over and over. I think the most, like, empowering thing we could do is, like, let each other have authority over ourselves. Yeah. (laughs) Like, just, like, having full authority over, like, what the heck we do with ourselves and our faces and everything. I mean, it is so difficult to make that, like, transcend in a way that, like, nobody gets offended. But at the same time, I'm like that's okay. Like I will never preach anything that introduces shame and makeup will always be something that I absolutely love. But I will say, and Samantha touched on this a ton. She was talking about how like she literally couldn't experience life without makeup and how taking it off was like such a struggle where she would like go to the beach with like a full face. She would like be with a guy with a full face, like could not take it off. And I was like, oh, it's funny because she said that. And I was like, even though I wasn't like a full face of makeup type girl before, I can remember feeling like I could never let a guy see me without my makeup. I would never have a picture with myself without makeup. Like that was absolutely not a thing. So to come down the line where you're like, okay, this is such a cool expression, but also when I take my makeup off at the end of the day, like I'm not gone with it is a huge piece of the pie for that. And I still, I still to this day struggle with that. Valid. I, um, 
my ex-boyfriend, I will never forget, like, and it's happened every single time, but sleeping over at his place for the very Mm -hmm. first time and being like, there's no way in hell I'm taking off my makeup because that means my eyebrows are coming off, which means you're not going to know if I'm happy, sad, or horny. And I just can't. (laughs) I I can't I live have that power. Like, I couldn't live with that. So I mean, oh, I my god, that's just something like for me. And maybe it comes down to, um, you know, touching into mental health and being able to, being able to be comfortable with who you are in the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. And taking off the makeup. I'm still I'm working on it every single day. It's not easy. I know. To love you yourself. and I, you and I have had a lot of conversations, even just within DMs about this. It yep. is a. It is not a jump the type of moment that people have. It's always a step by step by step thing. And it creates a lot of it. Like it's, it's hard as heck. Mm-hmm. I would say even more so for someone in your position where like beauty industry is very difficult yeah. to feel non-competing with, especially like I looked whenever I see like the events you go to, I'm almost like anxious. I'm just like, Oh, like how did, how did you pick out what to wear? Like I'm stressed. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I'm at the point where I'm like sneakers, t-shirt, Oh my gosh, don't, I, I don't love care. you for that. I don't care. I, I used to seriously stress over like what I felt was an industry that there's like, how, when is anybody going to wake up and notice that I'm not supposed to be here? Like I have no right really? to be here. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, and especially coming like into Toronto, like I live in Guelph. So you come into Toronto, everyone has like clothing that I've never seen before. They're wearing like out of the box stuff. Their makeup looks like professionally put on all the time. And I'm just like, Ooh. okay, can we also take note? You guys can't see Sarah right now. But you I know. look also, so I well put together. Like, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've owned it. I mean, I still like to thrift 90% of what I wear, but I actually stole this from my friend. My friend Bailey is quite a stylish little thing. And she is also one of like the biggest givers of her wardrobe. So if I, if she's one of those people, you have to be careful though. If you're like, oh my gosh, I love those jeans. She'll just give them to you. Be careful. So, I feel I like I need to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> she's so great. We're, she's the one person in my life that we're the same size. Oh, I don't have anybody in my life like that's the same size. We're like the same height and the same waist size. So like I literally get to take her clothes. Like I went to Vancouver and I brought only like half a luggage bag because I knew I was going to take it home. You were telling me about this. Right? I'm like, like I, I, I can't. I brought it all home with me. It was so, so funny. Anyways, that's like such a sidetrack. But um, so from there, I know you were living with your parents. And yep. then it's just talking into this mental health thing a little bit. Because this is one of the reasons I really wanted to have you on. Because it's been such a joy to watch you kind of unfold in a sense that, you know, I, I've put you on some of my follow Fridays in the past because I'm like, you're, you're so superficially beautiful. And I like, it's so easy to look at you and say that, like, obviously you won selfie of the year, like you take the best. Um, the class of 2011 was a hundred percent, was a hundred percent. Right. Um, so easy to say that and look at you and be like, oh my gosh, like her life is perfect. Like, look how great she can do this. Like everything looks so good, but you actually experienced some crazy mental health stuff and it's changed the way that you've shown up on social media too. Can you kind of share a little bit about like what that looked like for you and why you made some of those changes in terms of what you shared? Yeah. I mean, like I started last year, I think questioning what it was I wanted to do and be. I didn't want to be just this pretty face on Instagram. I thought, again, like, I feel like that's very superficial. I'm much more than, more than that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think it was 
either end of 2018, I started doing get something off my chest on Sundays. I don't take credit for this. I'm sure I saw someone else do it at some point. I've seen somebody who does like tell your secrets on a Sunday and it's the juiciest stuff you've ever seen. Oh my. That's interesting. Oh my. It's like top knots and double shots, I think, who does it on Sundays. Oh my gosh. Juiciest content. I would I'm glued. Lo- I, I got to go check that out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd love to see that. Yeah. I would love, I'm like, I want to know it's people's like, secrets. I'm like, always one of those people that I'm like, I don't like drama, but also, ooh. But is there I'll drama watch from afar a bit, like, you know, like. <laughs> but yeah, you started doing those, started like, doing get something it. off your chest. And they were very, at first, I thought it was just going to be a simple thing for me to kind of, like, sit down with people who love and support me and give that support back, right? And then it turned into this almost like this weird, not meditation, but like this Sunday where I sat down, I got my poetry books out. I love poetry. I feel like that's something that Have I... Have you met Bianca yet? No. Rainbow Salt? No. <gasps> she's in the city. You well, need to connect. She She's a poet? Do you not or follow she, Rainbow no, Salt? No, I don't Okay, think after so. this I will. Okay, okay, she's the only poet that I even follow. So okay. that's why I thought okay. you must know. <laughs> no, but like if she's got books, I'm going to buy every oh. single one of them now. But she's, like, she works at Thought Catalog. Oh my, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You have to, you'll have to show so me. So you have your Sundays and you have your little poetry books. And people write in things that are bothering them. So okay. anything, it could be anything and everything. They can also, there's good things that people can get off their chest too. Mm-hmm. But mostly it's heavy kind of mental health discussions. And, um, you know, without going into too much detail, I keep it as anonymous as possible. Of Mm -hmm. course, these people are reaching out to me so I can see names. You can see them. I never, I don't screenshot. I don't, I just reply with a poem that I feel is relevant to what they're experiencing. And it's been just a way for me to, for me to transmute my own difficulties in mental health and see that. It's not like I'm not alone in this. Yeah. That I can also see what other people are struggling and empathize and understand that this is totally normal. Mm-hmm. We all go through some crazy shit sometimes. Because correct me if I'm wrong, when you got to the point where you were like, okay, I've got this entrepreneur business, it, everything's going underway, mm-hmm. and you moved out from your parents' house. Hit me like a ton of, bri- a ton of yeah. bricks. I was like, I'm, I felt the lowest that I felt moving out. Which doesn't make sense on paper. No, I thought moving out was going to set me forward, was going to make me be like, okay, I need productive. I have have rent to pay now. I've got like much more responsibilities. And it hit me that I was like, wow, I'm never going to feel enough. Mm. And I say that statement because that statement's going to change eventually. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel as a society, we are always never feeling enough mm-hmm. in everything it is that we do. And mental health for me has been a lot of no motivation, like lack of getting up out of bed, um, not wanting to film. I mean, I can't count the amount of times that I have got in front of that camera and just like recorded myself just going, <sighs> Like I like just looking at myself being like, I can't, I can't, I can't do, this do this right now. Yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. And I still don't understand why that's mm-hmm. going on. Um, I mean, just a few days ago, like, of course I reached out to you through Instagram, but mm-hmm. I deleted my Instagram yeah. for like three days. Yeah. And I found myself not checking to see if my phone was there. That's how much I'm reaching for it. I'm going, do I have my phone on me? Because like, I'm so used to having it in my hand that I'm not even experiencing 
everything around me and being grateful for what I have around me and the people that I have in my life. And you get, you know, people have told me like we go to all these extravagant events and we do this and we have this and everyone thinks that our life is perfection. Mm -hmm. And it's like, unless you really can experience what it is that we do, like it's hard to separate yourself from your brand yes because we're genuine you know there's people that can do it don't get me wrong but we're like genuine like we like keeping it real yeah and it's taken a toll on me it has like this whole this whole thing and I'm trying but it's not but I'm so glad that you honor it though because I think that I was just at the Billie Eilish concert a couple weeks ago and so jealous oh she's amazing so good it was was my daughter's first concert so it was cool to see her experience right But, you know, she was on stage and she was like, if you are happy and you are enjoying this moment, take a moment and enjoy it. Like put your phone down and experience this with me. And she was like, and if you are miserable and you cannot wait for this to end, own that feeling too. And all I could think about was, wait, what? Are you giving us permission to be sad? Are you giving us... And and then somebody else had said to me like, oh, I love Billie Eilish. I I saw her in an interview one time and she was like not in a good mood and she didn't put it on because she didn't... She like talked about the fact that like she was feeling sad and like owned that feeling. And I thought, you know, isn't that such a nice thing? I have one friend who uses the word like, and I'm trying to implement it a lot more, like that is so valid. Your feeling is so valid. Because at the end of the day, we all want to feel validated in how we feel. And sometimes we feel silly where it's like my life is so beautiful and these things are so great and everything around me is so amazing but for whatever reason I'm really struggling to get out of bed today that is still valid like people of all different walks of life are struggling with mental health it is not something that should be stigmatized at all because Mm -hmm, we can experience mm -hmm, it at mm -hmm. any time and sometimes we experience it most when the thing that we thought was going to make us happy didn't actually fulfill all the things that we thought was going to make us happy. And so then it's like, oh crap. It's almost like a double whammy. Like you kind of sit there and you go, wow, I feel even worse now that that didn't get me to where I thought it was going to get me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's so refreshing. It's been honestly quite a ride watching you um, I don't know how long I've been following you for at least a year or so, but like just watching the progression of like who you are as a content creator from being like this makeup and really funny personality. And it, it reminds me of me in a little bit because I can either make people cry or make people laugh. I don't have a lot of like in the middle. Like I tend to go like from one extreme it's, to the yeah, other. Yeah. It's like a full swing, but that's kind of like how you are too. When I watch you and I'm like, you're so funny. And then you go into these like deep moments or like you have this like talent and then you have this, like you bring it with some like major truth bombs. And I'm like, dang, like that, it's so good. And it's so, it's so crazy cool to see, especially seeing, you know, you're like 10 years younger than me, like whatever. But I mean, you have, have a younger following that like probably is you know looking up to you and seeing this and and how cool of a life you have but also like how real you're being about it right I think it's honestly so amazing and I can't recommend you enough I tell everybody about you but we are like nearing the hour mark oh I wrote down some rapid fires oh goodness this is gonna bring us right back to like surface level so we just went deep now we're going back to surface okay (laughs) Curl your eyelashes or no? Yes. Black lash glue or white? White isn't clear, right? White white to clear, yeah. Yeah, clear. Absolutely. See? Setting spray or setting powder? Oh, powder. Oh, my God. I know. (laughs) Line your lips or not? Yes. Lip gloss or lipstick? Stick. Matt or dewy? Dewy. (laughs) Chips or chocolate? Chips. 
Chandler, Joey, or Ross? <gasps> Chandler. Oh, why? I thought you'd say Joey. Joey's was my low crush back then, but I find Chandler so funny. So yeah, like, <laughs> he's pretty funny. Okay, pool party or beach day? Pool party. Margarita or mojito? What one's without tequila? Oh, I don't know. Mojito, I think, is without tequila. Okay, so the mojito? <laughs> sure. <laughs> without tequila, for and sure. And because I know you're a plant mom, fig tree or snake plant? Snake plant. Because they never die. Snake plant. I've had that one for like four years, and it they doesn't grow die. apparently either. My fig but. tree is like having a panic attack and like shedding all its like little things, and I'm like, calm down over there in the corner. But it's, they are they're beautiful. S- they're so, I know. There's somebody like across the way that has a beautiful one outside on their oh, porch. Oh, I saw, I saw, I saw. They're just, they're very finicky. They're very finicky. I haven't owned <sighs> one. They're very finicky. They have total moods. That's all I'm going to say. I I remember (laughs) when I was getting the instructions for that plant and it was like, don't let it be in the light. Don't let it be in the shade. It has to have like as if it has eyes looking up at the sky. (laughs) Make sure you don't overwater it, but don't underwater it. Um, Don't let it have a cool draft and don't let it be near any like air conditioning units. I'm like, oh my gosh. And also it needs like, (laughs) oh my gosh. Okay. Last thing, because we talked about before, I always like to ask people like what they're nerding out on right now. And you said something weird that I need you to explain. The okay. law of attraction? Yeah. So <laughs> I am so into the law of attraction. I, I don't even know it. what it is. Have you read The Secret? No. Oh, Sarah. Is that like the really old book? It's like, it's kind of, it's kind of old, but still relevant. Um, if you want more of a new As am age. I. Yeah. <laughs> kind of old, but still <laughs> relevant. <laughs> if you want like a newer age version of it, it is, oh, what is it? You are a badass. It's that yellow book. Oh, Everyone yeah, has yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. That is a more relevant. They don't talk about the law of attraction in it, but that book is essentially what it is about. And it's just like, it's putting out good vibes. It's putting out what you want to receive back. Yeah. Um, and that goes a lot of the times when you're looking in the mirror and you're thinking bad thoughts, get rid of those. Like mm-hmm. we need to start being very conscious of what we're thinking. 100%. 24-7. But like I'm telling you, something as simple as when I was with like at Mac and I told you I was like I'm gonna be Sam's friend one day. Like yeah. something as simple you as that. Like I believed it. that. Did, did you have to like sell her lipstick? Cause she had lipstick there for a while. No, you know what? I wasn't working with them when when she oh, had a when lipstick. That oh, but they sent me an NPR. But let's. NPR. Okay, tell me what your feeling was when you saw your face <laughs> on a rimmel. What is it even called? Like it's I guess a, like a, a floor stand. stand? The floor so you know when you go like just to listeners you know when you go into like the drugstore and they have those like stands of all like the limited edition stuff that you're on it because i'm limited edition baby <laughs> <laughs> only there for a few weeks how <laughs> the heck did that happen when did that happen how do you feel oh it was it was long time i had to keep sarah i had to keep that yeah that was so long. it was like months ago we did like this big photo shoot with Rimmel, like got my makeup done, um, my hair was done, everything was done. And essentially Rimmel just like really liked my content. We were like, they thought that I was going to fit best with this kind of festival campaign. Yeah. Um, so they asked me to do the shoot with them and I was like, um, yeah, obviously. So we went in, we did, did all that. And then it was just like months and months of me waiting. I was like, when is it going to come out? When is it going to come out? And then finally now it's in stores and I saw it for the very first time. The other day, because I was getting people were sending pictures. Yeah, of, like it was. Like, I haven't in seen Vancouver. it yet. It was I haven't in, seen it yet. Oh, I'm gonna have a moment with it. I'm it's. Take I a mean, selfie. it's smaller in person than you think. But I'm like, it's still there. <laughs> it's it's in the aisle. It's there. Um, but no, I walked in and it was just like that moment of like pure, just like bliss and like 
being thankful for everything I have and what I'm doing and just like I would not I never would have expected for something like that to happen it's funny because like following you a year ago I was like waiting for all of this like you are it you will never see it for yourself but it's but, but it's, it's it happened but yeah but other people see it for everybody you. sees it for you which I think is cool I think it's you have such a humble like presence and and it's kind of like endearing that you're like I could never envision this for me and I was like I really I was like waiting for this like there's like do you follow like Paige Arminta on no. Instagram she's like this she's like this self-made model I'm gonna call her I don't know what she does but I'm like I if I don't if I die and she is not on the cover of Vogue at some time in my lifetime I will be shocked like you see something in somebody you're like holy crap and you just know. they're going to do something and like you know you were one of the first like makeup people like besides like all the original people that I followed mm-hmm. years ago I kind of stopped following so many of them because I'm like I'm just not that skilled so you actually offer something beyond that so when I'm watching you and like seeing that like I could totally see that for you so it's so cool to see it happening I I honestly don't think it's going to be the end like at all. I I think this is like the beginning. It's going to be so cool. I know, but I'm low key like obsessed with you getting to a hundred thousand. I don't even care about my own numbers that much. (laughs) I care about yours so much. Need that hundred K baby. I know. I I want you a number. It really is just a number. number, But in the terms of business opportunity, it does put you into it. I feel like, yeah, of course. But Hey, if, if I don't ever get there, I will. No, you're going to get there because everyone listening is going to follow you. <laughs> um, how do they find you? What's the best way? So the blonde, like B-L, oh, okay, I hate spelling. Oh, B-L-O-N-D-E-M-A-N-N. Yes. The blonde man. Yes. And best place to find you. I would say Instagram's where I'm most active. Okay. I love interacting with people on Instagram. So I'm like that's that's definitely the one place but i also have a youtube same same name the same blonde name. man twitter same name the blonde man but like instagram and then youtube i'm trying to be consistent i'm trying to get that two videos a week up Good um, for you. and i want to introduce more mental health things on there too so i, I, think I can't wait be to awesome. get that on that platform too it's oh easier to talk like this you don't have that on instagram like i, I can know. you can do a post and stuff like that but it's not I was saying that after the last episode I recorded, I'm like, it's funny this podcast forever felt like it was a layer of another thing that I had to do. But what it's actually been doing is, even if nobody ever listens to it, it's forcing me to put down my phone and have conversations. (gasps) Yes. And there's something so lovely about that. That's really, it's just reminded me that like you and I, we've been Instagram friends for so long, but it reminds you of the reality of it. It reminds you of like the grit and the truth that's behind all of this, which is basically we're all humans Mm -hmm. in a space doing the best we can, creating, trying to make a living, doing all of these things and and honestly trying to make the world around us more beautiful and a better place and like more empowered to be our best selves and like it's all real but putting your phone down and experiencing it so important these days it's so important these days and I think that's we're just in the swing of it right like we we went from like oh everything's online I don't have to go yeah. out ever again and now we're like oh actually I miss it I miss being outdoors become, I miss being yeah. with people we become robots kind of and it's like it's we gotta be mindful out. be mindful like there's anything that listeners should like leave here today with it's like have gratitude be mindful and like put down your phone you'd be amazed at like what's out there that we yes. just don't even realize anymore we so don't realize true anymore oh my gosh I love you so much yeah. <laughs> well thank you for being on everyone please take a moment go and check her out give her that follow I'm on a personal mission to get her to 100k <laughs> and a side mission to get her to integrate butterfly clips into her videos <laughs> thank you so much thanks Sarah. until next week 
Well, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to today's episode. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at the papaya podcast. And if you loved what you just listened to or know somebody who would, please share it. Simply screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it to your Instagram stories. And don't forget to tag us. Last but not least, if you'd like to lend your personal support to the podcast, take a moment and leave a review on iTunes. We would be oh so grateful. Tune in next week for a fresh new episode of the Papaya Podcast, and we'll see you then.